Do you have an album that you just finished? Do you feel like it's the perfect synthesizer or modular album other than the mix? Are you just fighting it in your cans, on your studio monitors? Is it your DAW? What's going on? Well, I tell you what, you don't need to take up all of your creative energy trying to figure this out when there are people out there that can do it for you. I'm talking about Hugo R.A. Paris at Tiny Crush Mixing. His work is custom tailored to synthesists and modular synthesis. He works on recommendations from Nathan Moody. So what does that tell you? <laughs> I'm looking at his background here and it's, it's like, it's almost unbelievable. So let's just start with an academic background where he focused on acoustic and signal processing. That work led him to uh, work with MIT, Caltech, Stanford University. Uh, he has three of his own albums out. Uh, one is on Beacon Sound, the record label. Uh, so he's label mates with Terry Riley and Amulets and many others. Also has some music out on Jack Tone Records. His albums have received positive attention from the press and have been reviewed by outlets such as Accelerator, Fact Magazine, and Resident Advisor. Like those are the three. For electronic music. Um, oh yeah, he also conceived and developed the spherical wavetable navigator, the flagship Eurorack module over at 4MS. So you're in good hands. His state-of-the-art studio provides the ideal listening configuration for your work. He also will do remote mix breakdowns with you if you're interested in learning you know, what he's doing and maybe how to do it for yourself in the future. The turnaround time is quick and he offers add-ons such as reamping and analog summing. Openings start now. So you're sitting on that album and you want it to sound as good as it possibly can, then head over to tinycrushmixing.com and get a hold of Hugo. Modular Modcast. My name is Tim Held. And this week we have Lisa Belladonna back on the show for the fourth time, making Lisa Belladonna the Podmod guest champion. And the reason I asked Lisa back on for the fourth time, well, there are many reasons. Uh, the reasons are legion, as one could say, um, is. Well, one, she's one of my favorite people on the scene. Two, I'm doing this new thing where I'm having repeat guests come back with a, a patch that they have prepared for us to walk us through and to play specifically for us. And if I'm going to do that, I got to have my guest champion, got to have the show's guest champion be uh, one of the people providing a patch. And uh, yeah, Lisa's just been on fire. Well, I think all her life, really. But, um, you know, I saw her on Office Hours, Tim Heidecker and Vic Berger and Doug Lusenhop, a.k.a. DJ Doug Pound's show a while ago. And I just, I was, we talk about that a little bit, so I won't talk about it anymore here. Um, and because of that, I was able to get Doug Pound on my show. And Doug Pound's one of my biggest heroes, as you know. So, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it's really cool. And this patch that Lisa made is bonkers. Um, and... Yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about it because that's that's why you're here. You're about to listen to it. But there are a few other things that I want to talk about. And one of those things is our lovely synth shop here in Seattle, Patchworks. Please visit them online at patchworks.com to find all sorts of great synth gear. Um, I just went down there the other day and I bought a mimeophone. And I tell you what, my life has changed. I mean, maybe my life hasn't changed, but... It, it, it has added so much to what I'm trying to go for um, in this whole turning my, my synth into a field recorder uh, adventure that I'm on. Um, and I just ordered the Chaos Devices uh, Chimaniac, I think it is. It's like a phaser. So I'm really excited. So yeah, we'll see what happens with all that. Um, so all that is to say... Thank you, Patchworks, for being awesome. Also, thank you, Needham Woodworks, for being awesome. Um, I love my Needham Woodworks case. The only thing that I don't love about it is it's too precious to take it with me outside. Because you know how cool it would be to, like, take it up to Mount Rainier and get my Needham Woodworks case, like, set up with Mount Rainier in the background and do an awesome performance. But I think Eric would, would murder me if he found out that I was driving 
his beautiful creation up into the woods. Um, speaking of beautiful creations, what you're listening to under my voice right now is the recent album that my friend Stephen Jett and I released. It's called Bones of the Structure, and it is available on selfcenterrecords.bandcamp.com. And it's um, it's just piano and 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 synth, and I process his piano through my synth, and I and I do all sorts of crazy stuff. And um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And we are about a quarter of the way, sales wise of funding our recording rig for Steven's house because we're going to work on a new album and I'm just, I'm, I hate tearing my studio apart to bring it down to Tacoma and then having to set it back up and bring it back home. It's a, it's, I know first world problems. I know it's not that big of a deal, but if you head over to selfcenterrecords.bandcamp.com and pick up the album, um, you'll be helping to, uh, to get us a, a, another studio set up. Um, nothing fancy, just an interface and some monitors. Uh, but yeah, it's been really fun to, uh, to work with Steven. He's a very talented pianist and, uh, I'm going to have him on to one of my Patreon bonus episodes pretty soon, pretty soon to talk about this because people have been asking about the process. And what is a Patreon bonus episode? You might ask, well, every week for the past, I think four weeks now and going forward, I record a, uh, a bonus podcast where I field your questions or talk about whatever you want to talk you want me to talk about by submitting questions to me through email or Instagram or uh, mostly the the discord um, so yeah that's something that I'm doing so if you want to help keep the show running or the LEDs blinking over here at Podmod, as I like to say please visit patreon.com forward slash podular modcast I really appreciate everybody who's helped me out so far um and also one of the other perks is within the Discord, there is a special Patreon-only uh, page or server or channel. I think it's called a channel, uh, and I call it the Patreon Champagne Room. So uh, lots of cool stuff popping off in there. And speaking of cool stuff popping off, I've been uh, I've been helping out over at After Later Audio. Um, I'm, I'm an After Later Audio employee now. Um, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to to get on the other side of the modules uh, in a way. Um, yeah, it's it's if you would have told like just so many cool things have come out of this podcast and, and me being able to do this podcast in the capacity that I'm doing it is uh, is thanks to the Patreon. So um, in, in a in a kind of a roundabout way, uh, you supporting me on Patreon all the all these years has has paved the way for me to uh, get get a dream job working for a modular manufacturer and uh there's some pretty cool stuff coming out pretty soon and i know i keep saying that but i keep meaning it but the world's weird and shipments of chips and stuff are delayed if you are out there and you're a module manufacturer you know what i'm talking about you're banging your head against the wall um i've been saying on my bonus episodes for a while now if if there is a piece of electronics that you want and it is in stock right now i would go buy it because I think there's going to be a drought for about a year on some things. Not just modular, just electronics. Um, but I won't go into that. I'm, I'm blathering on and on. I'm just so excited to have Lisa back and uh, excited for you to hear this patch. Um, I think that's about all I got for this intro. Thank you so much for coming back to Podular Modcast. Let's chat with Lisa Belladonna. crazy like you have so many fucking synths behind you and then you rotate your camera and it's just like another wall of synths <laughs> yeah i know but this that's is what i do awesome. this is yeah, how i live my life tim i know that's that's why i love having you on um, thanks we haven't we haven't uh we haven't chatted in a while i think you were on in june of 2020 last but you had uh, Daedalus and Nathan Moody recently tied you for most appearances, and now with this one, you have you've you've regained the title. Well, thank you. Of, <laughs> it's nice to be back. Thank, yeah, thank you. How have you been? Most of all, I've been great. You know, it's been okay. a uh, 
you know, it's been a hell of a time. Um, yeah. It's just been a very long world of the unknown, as we all mm-hmm. are dealing with. But I guess on a personal level, I've had a lot of friends pass away in, this, mm. in the last six months, especially. And it's kind of caught up to me, I guess, a little bit. And um, so I've been kind of processing that. But at the same time, I have been just really working my tail off and doing my best to be a parent and homeschooling and dealing with the system. (laughs) So, you know, it's a lot of ups and downs, but I've been very blessed. And I feel so fortunate at this point in my life to just do what I'm doing and to get to do it through this thing. So, mm-hmm. so most of all, I've been great. I couldn't, you know, I can't really complain. I have my health. I'm above ground. So, yeah. you know, I'm very grateful. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your, your recent losses. I, I know I've seen you post a few times on Instagram about people that you've lost. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's tough. Um, especially in this, I feel like it's maybe compounded in this weird world that we're living in because there's the whole, like, no, you can't see anybody. So it's like, I'm, I'm thinking about my grandparents who are getting, you know, they're getting up there in years and it's like, are they like, it's like a, a race to the finish line. Like, are they going to get vaccinated soon enough for us to actually hang out again? Or, you know, it's weird. It is. It's really been crazy. And I mean, so grateful that we live out here and we've managed to mm-hmm. stay healthy um you know there's three of us here my partner tristan my daughter Joni, mm-hmm. and we've been you know it's 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 a whole different world to always have everybody kind of on top of each other uh-huh. but this <laughs> this house fortunately i mean it's not huge but it is designed in a way that everybody has their respective spaces and okay and everybody can kind of get away from each other without a lot of fanfare you know yeah. <laughs> and we did have a very beautiful winter here it's gorgeous all winter mm-hmm. it was just snowy and just very inspiring but i would say after about like february i kind of bottomed out for like a month <laughs> i was just like you know too many people passing on and it kind of it yeah. kind of yeah. threw me for a loop you know it was so much exciting stuff to talk about but it kind of it kind of knocked the wind out of me finally i had been champion through this thing pretty well but i finally got mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean a year of this weird world i was kind of curious with uh with you know living out in the country other than traveling, how much did like how much really did your life change? Because you you know you you kind of worked from home other than travel, anyways, right? Yeah, but I did a lot of traveling, so I was used right. to we. I was used to being gone at least a couple weeks a month. You know, that's a musician's mm-hmm. lifestyle. You know, if mm-hmm. you're lucky to to be able to stay at home that much, so you mm-hmm. know I yeah. traveled yeah. quite a bit, at least two. Two weeks a month and sometimes that could be you know not two weeks together but spaced out so i could go do various things and so granted i'm so grateful that i can i've managed to keep it together but you know you never know you're always kind of living on that thread of like you know feeling like it could be complete disaster but <laughs> we've managed to, to keep our head up here and it's made us a lot closer you know, I mean, mm-hmm. my partner and I and my daughter, all three of us, it's been, I'm very blessed about that, you know, and just, yeah, go to bed later, get up earlier, you know, my original, <laughs> you know, motto for life. <laughs> A lot of this. Well, I'm, you know? I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad to hear that it's made you like there's. There, yeah, you've gotten closer. I feel like my wife, Hannah, and I have talked about this, you know, quite a bit. Um, just how lucky, like we feel that we still like each other after being forced to like only interact with each other mostly. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's nice. I feel, I feel, I feel blessed for that. Um, how, how much do you miss playing live? How hard has that been for you? I miss it a lot. Yeah, I imagine. I miss it a lot. I mean, I'm a very, I'm a live musician. 
you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of what goes on, you know, a lot of what I bring back to the to the to the recording studio is impressions of 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 live experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to go out there and and meet and talk with people and to just have those different energies coming at you really brings a lot when I come back here and start to compose or you know, do things instantaneously. You know, but I just miss it. I just miss people and I miss getting to hang out and and to learn new things from everybody and to just feel that circulation. You know, I mean it's been mm-hmm. great getting to do a lot of things here and this is this is just as great in in its own way. But, mm-hmm. you know, sure. I miss I miss going to different cities and different places and different studios and homes and and universities yeah. and you know, I've got to travel a little bit, but it's been very very limited, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of just yeah. keeping it to when I go down and visit my Moog peeps, you know. Yeah. Um I got I got to talk about you going on office hours. I that just <laughs> That morning, waking up and seeing it, like I'm, I'm in like their Patreon community. Like I, I'm, oh, okay. I've been such a huge like Tim Tim Heidecker fan, Tim and Eric and Doug Lusenhop. Like I'm just those are like, they're some of my top influences. Like just of of all time. Um, and so when I woke up oh, that morning and awesome. saw Tim Heidecker posted that you're gonna be on the show, I was just like, what? I, I felt it was a weird thing. Like I felt like a proud, I just felt like, like I was, I filmed, I filmed it like on my phone. I, I, I didn't know what to do. I was just like, this is so cool. My friend is talking to like one of my biggest influences ever. And I, I, I don't, after I filmed it, I was like, why did I film that? But it's like, <laughs> but it was just like this excitement. Um, so th- how did that happen? That's so cool. Well, apparently they mentioned me on one of the episodes, um, from last year, late last year, and uh, a bunch of people texted me about it and said, "Look, you know," and I was like, "Okay," and I honestly didn't know who this person was. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> now I did know who Tim and Eric were, but I uh-huh. I didn't necessarily know them as well as I know some other. You know, I always was a mm-hmm. huge fan of the Cinco uh, urinal shower system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my YouTube? favorite. That's one of my Cinco. <laughs> I don't know the poop tube, but uh, the poop t- that's the sink- that's the that's the the urinal system where like like the tube comes up over them and they go walk up to the urinal. Is that the yeah? Thing he's I mean, like they had the-, the guys like in the in the bathroom taking a shower out of the urinal and this guy comes in. And he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Okay, that, I forgot the name of that one. <laughs> like, that's you awesome. think clean all this mess up? I know clean. I know clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the best stuff ever. I love uh-huh. that thing. So that's what that honestly that's all I really knew this this gentleman. But they okay. um apparently uh someone gave them my email address or they got it from my uh website and they reached out and said, "Hey, we'd like you to be on the program, talk about some synths, talk about music, you know." That's so and cool. I, I was a little leery cuz I didn't know how ornery that these guys were not like, you know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but they were, I think they were on their best behavior. <laughs> they were. I, so I was actually a little nervous because Tim, Tim Heidecker's kind of shtick is he almost like plays like a Trump role. So he's like, he's kind of like, is he's like dismissive and, and kind of ornery is a great, great word, but it's always with like a slant of comedy. And I've seen other guests come on and I'm like, man, Tim was really hard on them. Um, so I, I was like, I felt like, man, I hope he doesn't, I hope he's not a jerk, but you got the best treatment that I think you can get from, from, yeah. cause you know, it's a comedy show. So they're always looking for any sort of joke that they can, they can plug in there. Um, well, I made it very clear in the email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it cool, man. We'll talk about well, music. Yeah, I, I mean, I think also Tim is just, it's, it's funny. It's like musicians. I think a lot of musicians look up to comedians and want to be a comedian and, and vice versa. And well, Tim Heidecker is a musician, but um, you know, he's just like a huge music fan. So it was just cool to see you on that show and, and playing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's a great musician. I mean, once I yeah. started to like, 
once I started like looking looking him up and kind of digging into what he was really about outside of just him and Eric, his Fear of Death album is incredible. I love that. I album. mean, it's yeah. really great. I mean, it's great mm. playing and great. He's got a great voice. You know, I mean, he's yeah. it's still you know, there's still some satirical qualities to it, but it's still totally. excellent music. You know, so I was stoked to be on the program. He's really cute, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um so it's funny because i had talked to uh doug loosenhop dj doug pound who's one of the guys on the show um i had like messaged him a while ago asking if he'd come on pod mod and we we were trying to schedule something um but i actually i'm going to talk to him next week now because when you were on, I was so excited because I'm a patron, I can get access to the zoom call in their after hours. So oh, after wow. your episode, I got on zoom for the after hours program and I talked to Tim and Doug and Vic. Um, and I showed them like my synth and stuff. That's awesome. I, I messaged a producer. I was like, I'm friends with Lisa Belladonna and she's been on my podcast a bunch of times. So if you guys want to like talk about that and I was shaking. Like I was holding my phone and it was shaking. I was so nervous. (laughs) Well, I would be like, I'm a huge Eric Andre fan. And Uh when my partner Tristan and I started dating, when I still lived in the city, man, we used to end a lot of our weekend all-nighters coming home and watching (laughs) Eric Andre just crack it up. Oh, man. I would love to meet him. What's that? Yeah. I turned Hannah on to Eric Andre this year. She, She was a little like... She would catch it like little snippets of it and like she'd catch the really gross parts and she'd be like, I don't know about this. But yeah. she watched one episode all the way through and she was hooked. Um, you know, so Doug Lusenhop, DJ Doug Pound, writes and, and I think edit edits on Eric Andre. Really? Yeah, Eric gets yeah, pretty he's... gross. He gets a little... <laughs> but he's so funny. He's oh, so man, good. I love it. Just like I, the pull, like how often guns come out and like firing squad stuff. It's like it's so dark, but it's like it goes over the line so much that it just becomes hilarious. He doesn't to me. care. Um, he just gives yeah, zero. He gives zero fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see his live show at? I think it's at Tipitina's in Louisiana. It's like a, a stand-up, but I have it's a, like a one-man show stand-up thing. It's if if you're a fan, it's on Netflix. I think you might dig that. Yeah. No, um, I just haven't. You know. It's been such a crazy, busy time that I have I, I haven't really got to enjoy as much as you know as a lot of people are watching a lot yeah. of movies and stuff. I really have been putting the putting the hours in in here and yeah. and teaching and teaching my daughter and so mostly yeah, when I'm how's that going? Able to relax, I kind of like sit with a book and chill out. Or yeah, if it's a nice day, go outside. I've bought more books than I've read this year i have good intentions but <laughs> understood <laughs> i'm i'm still watching more tv <laughs> teaching the kids cool i mean um, she has she, it's yeah. it does have a format to it you know but we have a sort of daytime schedule where tristan and i will both take turns helping her with certain things like he will put in an hour or two and i'll put in whatever time that's needed and mm-hmm. that allows me to make sure i can keep I don't have to work till you know I already get up to crack a dawn as it is so I yeah, try to be yeah. done by you know dinner time or shortly wrap up after and so I can hang we can go do stuff and especially now that the weather's starting to warm up but we had a great winter we did a lot of hiking together Joni and yeah. I and um a lot of exploring you know? yeah you just live in such a beautiful place I love I love keeping up with your outdoor adventures um and uh, we we got, we're getting a taste of spring here today, actually. So I I I'm getting that excitement of like it's starting to get nice. And um, I was really worried about this winter, with, just like with the pandemic and stuff, like and depression. I was like, oh, Seattle winters are dark and long. But yeah, I don't know how you guys do seems, it. You whiz. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's it has this trick where it get, pushes you right to the limit, and right when you think you're done with it, it gives you like the most beautiful spring. And yeah. Like, okay. This is awesome. Um, yeah, it's funny. You it's like seeing you on um, Tim Heidecker's show, and then uh, Al, uh, Daedalus was on Duncan Trussell's show. Okay. Not too long ago. So like two of my two of my uh, my buddies who 
you know, buddies in synth are on two of my like b- biggest, most like influential comedic podcasts. It was, it's pretty exciting. It's a, it, I think synths are start, I think especially like modular and stuff. I think it's, it's etching, it's chipping its way into mm-hmm. kind of more mainstream awareness and stuff. Yeah. The Q and a that I do on Instagram is really blown up. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. I'll post about a hundred questions publicly i mean mm-hmm. they're not every single one is synth but a lot of them right. are or they're mm-hmm. music people you know musician related typically mm-hmm. but then i would say for every hundred that i post there's another at least a hundred to sometimes 200 more i mean i've i've answered as many as 350 questions in one weekend whoa Holy it's kind of crazy yeah and yeah, it's a lot crazy. of people and a lot of the a lot of it is People trying to, you know, get into it and figure out what's, you know, the way they can make their investment and, you know, Mm -hmm. what their interests are and stuff. And, you know, and again, it's like something I enjoy to do Mm -hmm. for the musical community. And it brings me a lot of amazing communication. And and, uh, and besides, I get turned on to a lot of great music. I mean, there's a lot of amazing musicians out there, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's always... And there's a lot of really nice people out there. You know, sure you get mm-hmm. your you get your creeps and you get you get the run of the mills. You get a there's a lot of really awesome inclusive people. It's really yeah. it's really a pr- privilege to get to do it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that like you're getting a lot of like positive interaction and that's growing and stuff. It's 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 funny to think that I got into this starting to do the show when this was all so new to me. Um, and that new excitement and, and then like, you know, now it's like, I've been doing it for three years and it still surprises me, but I don't know why I still weekly see like people popping into discord, be like, I'm just getting into modular and I just found out about this and that and this. And it's like, oh yeah, that's just like constantly happening. New people are still pouring in and yeah, it's really cool. I've, um, I've taught a lot of, I mean, I've got a lot of private tutorials too, over the, uh, over the course of this past year and some that mm-hmm. I kind of can't talk about cause they're, okay. you know, they're producers or keyboard technicians or keyboard programmers. And some are like really cool that I've had the opportunity to work with them, you know, That's but so cool. it's been very, it's been a really amazing experience. Yeah. I'm curious about the teaching stuff you've been doing. Like just, you're just, are you doing like, synthesizer lessons like uh, modular specific or just kind of all over the place it's a little all over the place um i did two um classes uh, summer and winter programs for berkeley college of music this year i did uh, aes panel with suzanne chiani and katrina barberi and jennifer herska that was awesome that sounds but, like a great lineup yeah but um outside of like colleges and stuff, Western Carolina university, and then just a lot of individuals, you know, a lot of people that just hit me up on the website and, and, you know, they want to expand what they're already doing or they want to really understand Moog synthesizers or they're considering on getting a 2600 and they want somebody to really kind of help them make that choice. Or if they do Mm -hmm. purchase one, then I'll help them get the best out of it. You know, best I can. Yeah, you know, and a lot of uh, cool. producers trying to marriage the gap between you know using DAWs and you know modular synthesizers. So that's a lot of what what comes to me. You know, and some okay. some music theories, but not, not you know mostly it's all synth nerds, which is fine because you know I'm a synth nerd. I'm wondering how much of that teaching aspect. Has that scratched like a, a what you've been missing socially a little bit? Like, is that? I wonder how much that's sure the mental health side. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it sort of gives me that just you know it's circulation. You know, I'm used to like mm-hmm. working conventions and you know Nam and Superbooth mm-hmm. and Simplex and all those kinds of things where you're constantly just interacting with people and and showing them stuff and learning stuff and just making connections and contacts and, you know, all of that, you know, it's just a sort of, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of the 
that's part of why I'm in this business is that excitement of of running into people like Alan Howarth and then hanging out and talking for an hour and 30 minutes, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's how I met Laura Skude. Just you kind of bump into each other and then all of a sudden you, you know, you find an interest and an, em- an you know, an empathetic uh, resonance for each other. And next thing you know, you're talking 90 miles an hour and super stoked yeah. and, <laughs> You know, that's the best stuff or that. you know i mean yeah. i love that i miss it i mean i love my where i live and i'm grateful for it and you know like i said i put out 25 albums in two years and it's pretty <laughs> pretty good you know yeah, that's a lot <laughs> um but i'm ready you know i'm ready to to go and get some more some, me too some fresh blood yeah <laughs> me too i've got <laughs> I've got this vision and I keep saying it out loud on the show because I'm just trying to put it in the ether and dear listener out there, please put me on your mental uh, vision board for this. I want to do like a pod mod tour where I go to different scenes and play. Yeah. And I want to come out there and I want to play music with people and I want to do, I want to actually make like a travel doc out of it while recording episodes and playing live shows. Like, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's that's in my well. That's in my, you're my always welcome here. out here, and I I'd think it would be amazing to have you come out. And this is such a great area, and we would have so much fun. Obviously, in in the laboratory, but we could also mm-hmm. just immediately walk outside and go take a take a hike, and yeah, not have to worry yeah, about. Yeah, we got and bonfires. We'd have to we'd have to have some killer bonfires because I know you I know you do that. You I saw one you had the other day it looked like enormous it looked like you were burning like like big like cut down trees or something well yeah i did a lot of uh you know clean up after things kind of dried out and then we had a really yeah. big first bonfire this year which was kind of late you know january yeah. and stuff we were even kind of having warm weather the last two years but man, we had a true winter this year it was great yeah yeah and uh, yeah i love that yeah that first bonfire of the year, like when, like just the yard cleanup, like mm-hmm. I grew up in like a big piece of property and my parents still have a, a decent sized piece of property out, you know, out in the country. And that's just so much fun to get that big pile of brush and just set it on fire. <laughs> it is. If you come out here too, I'll make you some great food. I cook over the, yeah. fi- I cook over the fire almost all through the summer. Oh, that sounds so good. Well, that's yeah, a great way well, to live. It seems like it seems like an end is in sight for this this whole I pandemic, so. and yeah, ready. It's, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm ready. Yeah, um, I do want to get into this patch that you built for us, I, but what else? It seems like you've got a lot going on. You just um, you had uh, what's the label release? Um, the world she wanted on vinyl, behind the sky. That's yes. pretty awesome. Behind the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very. Very grateful that that one finally came through. You know, I had a lot of people hit me up about doing releases and they just kind of all, mm-hmm. there's nothing would happen. But Evan Bartholomew, who's the, the head of that label, is amazing. And he's a great artist himself, great synthesis and composer and has um, really done his work over the years. Mm-hmm. And um, he fell in love with that album. I'm talking something fierce. Yeah, because you know, I thought, why do you want to release that one of of all of them? You know, and uh, so, but he was very passionate about it and really wanted to do it. And I'm glad that that one's out there because it's a real special album. It's it's one that was so personal that I just wasn't I didn't intend on putting it out. You know, right. it was just, I remember talking to you about that, and I also re- I remember like that was one thing I was wondering like why that record because you re- it's been released for a while digitally, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it okay. was just because he was really passionate about it. Wanted to hear it on vinyl, okay. wanted to to get it to have have it have a little bit more exposure and just have other people experience it and what better way to experience a record like that than on LP. Yeah. But we're already well, talking cool. about doing um an all new album of electronic music, of course. And okay. um so that's gonna be nice. I'm working on that as soon as I as soon as I get all this stuff that I've got going on in here that I've been adding and trying to build. And so, mm-hmm. and I haven't released any albums this year new, you know, right. we're already yeah. into March and I haven't got anything, anything new out there just cause 
just hasn't been time, honestly. Right. You know, I've got yeah. a lot of things that I've recorded, but nothing that's like really a flow. You know, I've had just to mm-hmm. sit down and do tunes, you know, but I'm ready to sit down and really make an album again. I'm excited yeah, to do that. I'm feeling that pull. I'm feeling that pull too. Um, I haven't released a, an album in a, in a long time. I didn't even release one in 2020, I don't think. I did a bunch of little EPs, just like throwing shit on Bandcamp. But um, yeah, my buddy, uh, Kyle Swisher, Dark Sparkler, um, he has the uh, uh, the Buchla podcast. Um, he has a, a, a record that just came out on Behind the Sky as well. It's a Buchla record and it's fantastic. Um, so yeah, shout out to Behind the Sky and Kyle. Um, Cool. Is there anything else that you want to talk to before we, I'm, I am so excited to get into this patch with you. No, I don't think so. I mean, I'm just, um, yeah, just been doing this thing every day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, we've, I think we've covered it for the most part, you know, um, cool. just excited to be here as always and to get to spend some yeah. time with you. And I always appreciate you including me on this amazing program. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this too. Um, and it's just so, I would love this having like repeat guests to, and we can, we can do a little catch up, but then get into synths and like, ha- you know, have a friend, a friendly conversation, you know, like where I'm not just trying to get to know you, you know, I love getting to know people, <laughs> right. but it's also really fun to have, uh, you know, develop these relationships and these friendships with, with everybody. So thank you so much. Thank you, Tim. Well, yeah. All right, let's rock. Well, here's what oh, I got. I show you this. Yeah, what do you got going on? Oh, man. I just got a, uh, a jazz bass. I'm That's killer. Excited. What are you running that? What are you running it through? What kind of amp? Um, I don't have an amp right now, but I just got this yesterday. It's like a, a Ampeg pedal preamp. Nice. Um, and it actually, it's pretty great just going like direct in from this. Um, it, it really surprised me how, how much it boosted my signal. Um, but I'm mostly going to be using that when I go out in the the, the field and do my uh, battery powered nice uh, synth stuff. I just I, I have I'm missing low end and all my stuff lately, so I was like, I'm just going to buy a bass and just play that. So this this Ampeg pedal will just go into the Zoom recorder, and hopefully that will uh, be good enough for the the gorilla style battery powered outdoor stuff. Yeah, I miss my basses. I sold everything when I when I came out here. I still have, you don't a, have a bass. No, not right now. I oh, wow. sold my upright, electric upright, and my Stingray. <laughs> I sold a bunch <laughs> of stuff. I still have a a Sun bass rig. Oh, nice. I need to sell at some point. Just I need to clean clean stuff out of here. But it it's mint. <laughs> it's it's hard for me to oh, let yeah. it go. You know. What I mean? Have you run like uh like Matriarch or anything through there? No, would that not? No, no that I don't really. I mean, I don't really have the room to record in. Yeah. Like, if I had a big studio room or like some place where it would really make sense to like. When I lived downtown, like when we f- did our first program together, mm-hmm. yeah. I lived in this huge loft, and it was amazing to do amp recordings down there because it just was massive. You know, I had you know twenty five foot ceilings everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> other than in the control room which was you know uh-huh. it was already designed as a control room with you know carpeted walls and all that stuff but, but yeah it was great to be to set up you know the amps out there or even the pa and mm-hmm. uh and record that stuff like that but i remember your pictures of that when you lived there that looked like a really cool space i think you got a, a maybe a better deal in the in the trade but it looked yeah. like a really cool space <laughs> yeah i'm not getting harassed and have you know yeah. I, my odyssey my arp odyssey and still ruined because of that place but, oh really yeah right before oh. what the final straw was is i came i was working in detroit doing some synth consulting and when i came back you know i had a setup you know when i did the videos like conclusions and nightfall that's on my youtube i came back and like there was plaster like there was this much plaster on top of an odyssey oh my god and i was just like i was so upset i was so traumatized i didn't even take a photo of it i was just like immediately getting everything off of off of Uh my arps and my my god i had a couple of korgs and a yamaha 
C15 and a C5, and they all got fucked up. Nope. You know, they oh, all got man. messed up. So, you know. So, yeah. That sucks. As soon as that, that happened, sucks. and they, I was already, already having a lot of problems there, I decided it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, my, one of my dreams is to get a similar setup. Like, have an awesome studio out in the country, be able to walk out the door from the studio to a bonfire. That's like... Oh, I've been wanting this. All... Yeah, I've been wanting to do this for years. It was just time. Yeah. Universe said, all right, girl. have been out there for like... It's been like two years now or over over two years? Three. Almost three. That's uh, Okay. All right. So you moved... Yeah, so you moved out there shortly after we first met, I think. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'd say it's okay. going to be three years, like at the end of the summer. So, okay. Close. okay. Not quite three years. Nice. Um, sweet. Well, let's, let's rock out. Okay. I had, I had to show you my base, but no, I like bases. <laughs> sweet. That's a nice base. Well, what I got yeah, going excited. on here with this, with this, uh, sequence is, um, is going to be kind of basic, but I have mm-hmm. one of the Moog, um, Three tier systems with a D fam and a mother thirty two and a subharmonicon. Okay. And a mug matriarch. And yeah, that's kind of what I'm rocking. And okay. You want me to I can switch cameras, I can walk through and show you what the patch is. You want me to do that? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that'd be cool. I'll try not to mess it up, but we'll see. I love the birds in the background. Well, those are frogs, and they're mating. Are they really? And they were so loud last night. We had to come in from. We built a fire last night, and we couldn't take it because the frogs were like <laughs> going nuts. Oh my god! They were not messing around. Okay, so there it is. Okay. Make your viewers sick. <laughs> All right. Bear with me. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Right now, I have the assignable out set to be the master clock, which is the Mother 32, and that's getting malted out and going into the DFAM. Okay. Then the other malt is going over there to the matriarch. Okay. <laughs> if I can do a smooth job here. And then I'm taking the gate out to the subharmonicon to its clock. That's how we got everybody okay. all talking to each other. And okay. see here from there, I have the velocity out of the DFAM. Sees I have a. Oh, I'm not a camera person. <laughs> Doing my best here. But I have a velocity sequence set up. Okay. And that's getting routed out over to the matriarchs um filter one in and so i'll be doing some chordal stuff on the matriarch and i'll be doing Mm -hmm. some sequencing and arpeggiation during this little improv so that gives me some nice activity in the filter and gives it some rhythm i have two different sequences rolling here on the subharmonicon and um really nothing special it's nice and short basically it's the baseline and then it has a okay like a fifth and then what's cool is on the mother 32 is i have a sort of phasey sounding sequence it's with the filter and um the uh triangle wave coming out into the filter and then i have the VCO envelope generator from the DFAM triggering the mix CV. So it kind of allows for it to have a sort of hi-hatty snare sort of thing half the time, and then the sequence okay. the other half of the time. Kind of, okay. That's really about it. Okay. Do you, it, it seems like, I mean, obviously you love Moog stuff, but I'm, it seems like you really, really dig these these semi-modular. I do. The, the I love DFAM. them. I've been... Mm-hmm been rocking this thing again too yeah uh, oh, what is that that's a yamaha sk50 symphonic ensemble oh my. oh my gosh and it has um outputs for every voice 
And Whoa. it also has, can I do this? I don't know. I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> but it has outputs for every voice and um, sounds amazing. It sounds so awesome. That is so cool. So uh, I've been so experimenting with many, that. How many voices are, is it? So it has organ and it has string ensemble. It has a brass synthesizer or like a polyphonic synthesizer. Uh -huh. And then it has a solo synthesizer with aftertouch. And, oh, whoa. And then it has two different bass synthesizers. One's like an organ-style okay. bass synthesizer, and then the other is a synthesizer bass synthesizer. Okay. And so you, like, blend those, and you can just play those all at once or yeah. them in and out? Yeah, it allows you That's to mix. So cool. It allows you to mix on board, too, which is really cool. That is that'll... awesome. Yeah, the four sliders right there are the mixer underneath the volume knob and Did um, I see bass, bass pedals? pedals yeah it has bass pedals too holy shit so wow it uh it doesn't mess around oh my god so cool i am a noob on this so <laughs> and then behind me is my big modular that i'm trying to finish building so it's almost okay. there but it's going to be a 12 voice um polyphonic basically a mother modular basically a mothership Okay. So wow. it has I'm excited. 12, 12 voices of mothers, two subharmonicons, two defams, two ARP sequencers, which I'm going to use as the master matrix, the master clock matrixes. Uh -huh. And then I'm going to use that in correlation with the dope fur sequencer and sequencer controller. So I can use the dope fur to wow. control all the different gates coming off of the, uh, the ARP sequencers. So this will allow me to do all sorts of different kinds of scene changes and flowing stuff. Uh-huh. Wow. And then it that sounds like a lot of fun. As a eight channel MIDI to CV converter poly and poly. So this will allow me to um, you know, use MIDI keyboard if I want and do polyphonic uh -huh. stuff. Or mainly why I got it is so I can do uh counterpoint. So I could do stuff in Sibelius. And then take that over and turn it into different MIDI channels and then be oh, able okay. to send that off to different modules in the modular. So I'm very excited about that. How are you going to keep track of all that? <laughs> pretty, <laughs> that sounds like so it's much. It's pretty straightforward, really. And um, yeah, yeah. the rest of it's just going to be mostly utilities, some different filters. I have AJH in there, uh, bubble okay. sound. Um, you know, there's some other stuff. There's a... Is it U-Synth? has a Steiner Parker filter I'm looking for. <clears throat> okay. But I want all black modules. <laughs> right, so, yeah. You know. is, is, is any of that Eurorack? I mean, the, the dope for right? Yeah, all, there's this bottom uh, row of this thing is all Eurorack. Okay, cool. Um, and I'm going to sound like a total noob, but that 5U system, is that a, is that a Moog system? <clears throat> this is a is Moog that? 3P. Holy mm -hmm. shit. Wow. Yeah. Oh. That is amazing. Yeah, it's a Moog 3P, and then there's a 5U system on top of that that has oh. a plethora of things in it. it. has some core synth, it has some .com stuff, it okay. has some SSL stuff in it. So, okay. yeah, it's been fun to to have to to work with the 3P, and, and it yeah. just kind of, it was the right... It was one of those offers I couldn't refuse. It was, you know, a great deal. So, you know, yeah. we had to do it. How old is it? How old's what? The the three P. Uh, it's it's an it's a reissue. It's not an oh, okay. original. Okay. It's not an RA. Okay. It's a it's a Moog okay. music. Okay. So, Sweet. Yeah. But still, so much fun. It is. I've it never sounds really phenomenal. A five U system. Excuse me. I've never played a five U system. I've never played a Bukla either. I feel like I need to remedy that, 5U and Buchla. Yeah, I've used, um, you know what's funny is I've used lots of uh, Moog 15s over the years, but I've never mm -hmm. had the opportunity to really use a 3P full on. You know, so this is really mm -hmm. a great experience this year. Um, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, um, you want me to play this sweet. thing? Yeah, let's check it out. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
that was so cool. I also forgot to mention that um, I had the sequence two control voltage going out to the delay of the matriarch. Um, so it some do okay. some nice in time pitch shifting now. So mm hmm mm hmm Yeah. Man, that matriarch is just I didn't know it had delay on it, but your your that that performance is making me start thinking I maybe need to start poking around a Moog synthesizer. Honestly, the matriarch is like this rules so hard. Really? Because yeah. I love it. I mean, because it's almost like because you can bring other things into it so easily, really makes mm -hmm. it awesome. You know, like this in a 2600 is a really amazing, you know, like yeah. when I would go perform, do solo shows, take this and the TTSH, you know, it's amazing together. Because, you know, between yeah. the 20, like the way the 2600 has all these ways that you can go into it, both control voltage and audio just allows a lot of different mixing which has everything mm -hmm. to do with like how i kind of put together sounds i'm always thinking as an engineer as much as i am a musician i guess you know i mm -hmm. want to mix yeah. things i want to pull things from left to right or you know god if i can get to do a quad show again yeah <laughs> these yeah so i i've played one quad show it was really interesting um yeah, it was weird. Once once the sound got over, they were like doing this thing where it would go around the room, and once it got into like one corner, I couldn't hear what I was doing. I, I think they were having a few issues, but it was still a really cool experience. I've done um, them. I've done a bunch of them. I I used to get commissioned uh, back in the early two thousands to do a lot of installations, and back then I was really deep into music concrete and uh -huh. and basically composing for multi channels. So I did as many as course four but i did up to 12 one uh oh, one okay. show it was insane it kind of broke it kind of broke me for it <laughs> you know but back then you know i was still schlepping all my own gear around in this big chevy van and you know it was just you know hand trucks everywhere and dollies and just mass amounts of gear uh -huh, uh -huh. and tape machines and and i used to do a lot of stuff like with I used to have a Garfield Electronics uh, clock matrix, and so I would use it along mm -hmm. with, um, this is back in the day, like the turn of the thousands, Oberheim DS2 sequencer, uh, ARP sequencer, and um, a Lindrum that I would sometimes just use for sequential things. And two, That's a lot of stuff. Two 2600s, and then I would... I would um, do these compositions on four channel tape if let's say if it was a quad show and then I would do all this music concrete editing and tape stuff and and it would take me forever wow. and so then I would do that and then I would do that a couple of different times for different tape machines and then I would bring the tape machines and then I would also have some live sense that I would use to to segue between the movements from tape machine to tape machine. And also, you know, do some crazy stuff where I would have like certain sequences in one room and chords in the other. And like, Whoa. you know, when I do like six or eight channel installations and you know, a lot of those a lot of those art galleries are so reverberant that, you know, I would go in and sort of measure the delay time or the reverb time and then go back and and compose for that you know whoa that sounds like a lot of a lot of work but a lot of fun oh i loved it great. yeah it was a yeah. great opportunity i did this one show that was really cool that was um six channels eight channels and it was a, a surround um film that was okay. all water different kinds of water movement. And so I had the gentleman that commissioned me to do it to send me some, like basically give me like four rough cuts of the D of DVDs. And then I would look at the modulation of the water. And so I would create these ambient, you know, drones, landscapes of 2600 uh -huh. stuff. And I would have it pre-prepared on ADATs 
And uh-huh. then I had, back then I had eight different Delta Lab Effectron 2s time delays. So uh-huh. what this would allow me to do is to watch, I could be in, off in the distance watching people watch different sections of this film. And when they would walk from one thing to the other, I could use the delay time to pull things away around from them where the because there would be oh speakers gosh. behind the screen so i could I, and that was a big part of what i enjoyed about doing those those performances was that i could interact with people in a very sort of creeper kind of way you know i would just uh-huh. watch them and and if it was like someplace where i would be seen i would always have like super dark sunglasses on or a big you know floppy uh-huh. hat so you know <laughs> it wouldn't look like i was uh, creeping on these people, but I could watch their movements or I could watch the modulation of things that are on the walls or on the screen and then change the synthesizers or the delay time of things to pull around listeners. And it's a great that experience. Crazy. That And I was going to ask, like, is there any record of that? Like you couldn't, you, it sounds like something you just had to be there to. You just had to be there. I've, I scored a sculpture once that was, Whoa. I think it was, uh, it was a 16-foot sculpture of Mother Mary holding Jesus. Uh-huh. And all of the uh, shadings were um, gold and yellow disco ball squares. <laughs> so they had, like, these small pin-like different lights in different directions on this thing. And then it would be, you know, all white wall art gallery. And mm-hmm. so watching the different modulations of lights around each corner of the room again i would do that very similar thing where i would try to get a modulation per wall and change that depending (sighs) on what people were paying attention to you know we had channels of sound in this long hallway that came through and it had tons of smoke machine and candles and you had to walk through this long winding hallway that had different ambient sounds and then by the time you made it back to where I was and this sculpture was, you know, I'm like tucked away in the corner with this just massive pile of gear <laughs> and, um, you know, full quad sound in there. And it was, I'm trying to think it was a six hour show, six hour program. Holy shit. And I played nonstop wow. during this whole thing. It was a great experience. I miss That sounds like so much fun. It's it's it was a good good boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious since you walked us through your patch there. I'm curious: is there anything in there that you would call like one of your, you know, maybe like a go-to technique or trick or something, something that you could share with the audience that maybe they can try to um, use themselves? Oh, I love using the velocity out of the DFAM for stuff. Because it's an unquantized mm-hmm. possibility. You know, you can come, you can basically okay. create a velocity sequence on the DFAM, even if you're not using it for a sound source, but you can have it clocked up and have a filter uh-huh. sequence with it. And I love using that with the Matriarch because the Matriarch has stereo filter. So in my big system, I have two of those, and that allows me to have really specific filter steps in each channel. And I love doing that. And if I want to do things with uh, pulse width modulation that gets you know very finely detailed, that's another great way to do it. Um, one thing I love to utilize okay. on the Mother 32 is the assignable out. And um, it really is so easy to get in there and change the you know what the function is. I love to take use the mm-hmm. ramp and send it to the filter or send it to the mix CV once again flip those sounds around and um yeah i love getting to do that i love all that stuff but i would okay, just say so that you know that was a pretty bright sequence for me i try to i'd like to mm-hmm. i like to utilize envelopes as much as possible you know because yeah in a lot of my albums and patches you know there's just tons of voices going on but i try to use them to where they create a a real thatch work and not just this just a wall of sound, you know? Yeah, yeah. So kind of bringing stuff in and out at mm-hmm. different times, like getting yeah. the timbers timbers right. Um, 
Hi, Tony. Yeah, it sounded like you were doing a lot of work with filters um, in like a, like a percussive way or something. Yeah, I like to do that. I just like to create movement, you know, whatever it is. What's going on, buddy? Mm -hmm. Can I see that? What is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Whoa. He's been making a lot of jewelry. A, a nature sculpture? Yeah, she's camera shy, so she's not going to come on the show. <laughs> oh, well, it's well, okay. Hello. <laughs> That's my daughter, Joni. Say hi, Joni. Hi, Joni. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you think she's a wolf uh, <laughs> living out here? Well, Lisa, we're at an hour. Okay. And, uh, I don't want to keep you too long because I know it's probably getting close to dinner time for you. Um, are you it's, three hours ahead? It's at 5.20 there? Yeah. It's time to get outside. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. It is yeah. beautiful. It's our warmest day of the year yet. 70 degrees out I here. I think we're... Oh, it's 70? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Well, then I'm definitely going to let you go. Is there anything that you want to say, uh, scream from the modular mountaintops before before we end the show? Or yes, I would love to. Um, first, I'd like to thank you for always having me on this amazing program, and thank you for Absolutely. all that you do to bring synthesizer community together. You know, it's important what you're doing, and so appreciated. So anybody listening... Please support Podular Modcast because it's thank you. You know, it's a great way for everybody to tune in and to learn and to get to celebrate this art that we all get to enjoy and to um, expand. Uh, shout out to my um, family at Moog Music; they've been a huge light um, in this whole thing, and just our rapport and our circulation and and just looking forward to things and being creative together on all the projects that we do has been, I couldn't imagine doing this time without them. So shout out mm -hmm. to Mug Music. I love all y'all. Right on. Um, and then Lisa LisaBelladonna.bandcamp.com is probably mm -hmm. the best place to find your music. And, yep. uh, Lisa, and I think you're just Lisa Belladonna on Instagram, right? Yes. And then I have okay. an official website, which is about to get a nice overhaul. And that's just lisabelladonna.com. How lucky are we to have Lisa Belladonna in our scene? What a resource. What a source of inspiration. Um, I, I feel so fortunate to have gotten to know her over the last few years and, and build a friendship and have her come on the show. And... Um, yeah, if you haven't watched her videos or listened to her albums, like you have to do that. She's uh, she's a one of a kind in my opinion. So Lisa, thank you so much. I'd like to say thank you to all of our sponsors, Patchworks, Needham Woodworks, Afterlater Audio, and uh, Tiny Crush Mixing. If you want something mixed by a professional, head over and check out what Hugo's got going on. Link in the show description. Um, Please check out Stephen Jett and I's new album, Bones of the Structure. You can hear that playing below me right now. That'll be in the show description as well. And if you want to hop on that Patreon and join up, get into that Patreon champagne room over there on Discord. Do it. Get them bonus episodes. Ask questions. Get a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to Podular Modcast. Until next week.